Welcome to another edition of Waterflying's podcast. Today we are in Tavares, Florida with Kendall Klutz, the aviation manager for the city of Tavares. You are listening to Waterflying, a show dedicated to all things seaplanes. Brought to you by the Seaplane Pilots Association. My name is Steve McCoy. I'm the executive director of the Seaplane Pilots Association, which is the world's largest nonprofit advocacy organization dedicated to the protection and promotion of the water flying community. Climb aboard! We're about to start today's episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Water Flying. I am so happy we are in America's Seaplane City, Tavares, Florida today with my part-time co-host, Mr. Mark Twombly, editor of Water Flying Magazine, and Kendall Klutz, the aviation manager for the city of Tavares. So we are going to talk about an exciting upcoming event with Oktoberfest and the Monster Splash-In, which is coming up October 16th of 2021. It's always nice to have Tavares hosting these amazing events. Kendall, thanks for taking time uh, to speak with us today. Absolutely. Welcome to America's Seaplane City. It's good to see you. It's uh, been a wild couple of years here for the last, I don't know, 18 months. It has. Uh, and it's good to be back and a beautiful morning to fly the Super Cub up and uh, come up on the ramp here. And, and the airplanes have kept coming. And we've been here for a couple of hours and they keep coming in. We just... Yeah, they seem to have followed you. It was, uh, <laughs> it was kind of a quiet morning and then they just picked up all at once. That's how, that's how it goes. Yeah, Get word, a nice weather day. Word, word got out. <laughs> so we have a uh, really unique uh, uh, IO720 Helio Courier on Anfibs that came up uh, while we were uh, setting up for the podcast, which was pretty amazing. So, uh, And I think there's nine seaplanes here at the base now. Yeah, uh, Total. So uh, pretty amazing. So Tavares has made a name for itself hosting a couple of events a year that are really unique one of which has been the Monster Splash In. So uh, it's coming up uh, Saturday, October 16th. Yeah, I think it's uh, just uh, just right around the corner. We're kind of getting ready to think, uh, getting stuff ready to go as we speak. So what can people expect if they're making their plans for October? They want to come to a seaplane event, pilot or non-pilot, you're welcome to come. Absolutely. So this year we're doing something a little different. We typically would have done the uh, Monster Splash. Seaplane flying was just kind of a one-day um really pilot-centric uh, event that, you know, pilots could come and participate in. And we had, uh, of course, spectators are welcome and the community is welcome. Um, but we really wanted to kind of, like, take it to the next level and uh, kind of offer a little more. And so the, we kind of came up with this idea to combine two fantastic events into one um, Rocktoberfest, which is our big uh, rock-focused uh, event where we have – food trucks and drink vendors and restaurants and all kinds of stuff going on. We actually have a massive stage that comes in and um, I think music was running from something like 11 in the morning until almost 11 at night. Wow. Um, and this year we're actually uh, bringing our headline artist is uh, Scott Stapp, the voice of Creed. So that's kind of a big deal. So really we've got um, something for everyone. If you're coming by boat, great. We've got our brand new marina that uh, 
while brand new rebuilt marina from uh, uh, Hurricane Irma took out our old one. So we're really excited to be uh, showcasing everything's up and running finally. So we're very excited about that. There'll be a ribbon cutting at the event on Saturday as well. There will be two. There will be the marina and then the uh, now enhanced seaplane apron. So we actually widened the apron. So that'll be the first real event with the double width apron. It's very impressive. Uh, we've we've had a look around here today, spoke to John Drury, the uh, city manager, and uh, it is a very impressive facility now. Well, yeah. thank you. We're, we're very excited, and uh, we've just been ex- receiving so much positive feedback. Even even the Helio that just came up, he was like, I haven't been here since the, uh, the, 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 the ramp has been wide. This is amazing. You know, he could just pick any line he wanted for the most part and come up the ramp. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it was very easy. Uh, probably one of the easiest ramps I know of that you can come up and down on now. And it's a great apron. It's freshly paved. Uh, you've got tie downs in it and you've got a wonderful staff also. And most of the staff here at the seaplane base are also aviation centric. They're pilots. Uh, that is true. Um, uh, we have uh, some new team members here that, uh, that are also, uh, they have the bug. So <laughs> makes makes for a very cool um, environment. Um uh, just everybody's got it so that's awesome so rocktoberfest and the monster splash in uh coming up how many seaplanes do you expect to come so this is our uh fall event it's typically we get anywhere from you know 10 to 20 uh we don't typically open up the far parking the overflow parking uh so we're probably gonna be right around that 18 to 25 mark this year with the shoreline and the uh the new apron and everything being open. But another addition we've got this year is the seaplane dock. The We were talking about it off off air there a little while ago. The uh, new part of the marina rebuild was transitioning some of our old boat dock to be seaplane compatible. Um, and we have a curved seaplane compatible, like seaplane transient dock just here that kind of creates a nice seaplane uh, basin that's protected from the waves and everything out of the out of the east. Um, that dock actually has no piles on it. The only thing that's on that dock are some light bollards that are approximately uh, maybe three feet off the water. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the north side of the dock, there's nothing. You got about a 20-inch freeboard, and there's no piles. It's all undersea cables, actually, um, more of that. So we, it'll be the first event where people are welcome to use that dock and, and kind of pull their, their uh, aircraft up. And yeah, and of course, as a, as a float plane pilot, we're always looking for docks without pilings, and they're hard to come by. It's actually, I don't know too many of this installation. Talking with the manufacturer, there's maybe two or three others in the country that have this installation. Some of the examples he gave overseas were just wild. There's some pretty cool docks in other countries you guys yeah. can probably go and look up that uh, are, I don't, they're fantastic. <laughs> World famous places. Uh, Kendall, talk about the uh, the details of the event, times, uh, any sort of operational information that a seaplane pilot who's flying in would want to know, arrivals, frequency, docking, so on. Absolutely. So seaplanes uh, are welcome to start arriving right at about 9 o'clock in the morning. We'll be doing a ribbon cutting right at 9 o'clock. So the first seaplane will come up at 9 o'clock, cut the ribbon, um, then contests will be going on from about 11 a.m. So we're going to have a mandatory pilots meeting at 10:45. Safety so, oriented. Exactly. So. Everybody that's participating in the flying contest needs to attend this. So our air boss will be there. Our announcer will be there. I'll be there. 
Um, I'll be there. <laughs> you guys will be there, I'm sure. Yep. And uh, we'll go over some of the contest rules for the fastest takeoff, spot landing, pumpkin drop, and power off landing um, that we do. And sometimes, you know, weather permitting, we may omit one of those just in the interest of safety. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of the beginning of the morning. Um, and then that will run all the way uh, until – however many planes we've got participating and then we'll do a little award ceremony. We've got a couple cool awards that I showed you guys uh, yeah, a little while ago. Yeah, some great awards to give out that are very unique. Yeah, and um, we'll kind of go through that and right around 3 o'clock I believe is when the official monster splash side of things kind of lay down a little bit but from you know noon to 3 we kind of encourage pilots to stick around because we've got a ton of spectators that will be out here. It's a really good opportunity for the local community to come out and kind to of mingle see. with the pilots and talk exactly. to the pilots about their, their aircraft. Which exactly. Is and, and, you know, I'm an aircraft owner too, and I love to do it as well. And, and it's really cool to, um, for people to be able to get up and, and really ha- talk, talk, talk to, to the people. Pilots. Exactly. Because at airports now there are fences with barbed wire on them and control badges and everything else. And one of the unique things about the seaplane community and seaplane bases, especially here at Tavares is that, the general public can come up and, and children, youth that are the next generation of potential pilots can come up and engage with uh, the pilots and their aircraft and they can get in the aircraft and they can, you know, just start those conversations that you can't do anymore. You can actually come and take a seaplane ride if you Absolutely. if you were uh, so inclined. Yeah, it's so, wonderful. Yeah. So there'll be flying uh, going on uh, even during the contests. We'll be able to fly. So outside of the contest, so during the contest, I mean, yes, you would be able to depart and arrive, but, um, uh, you know, well, typically in the contest, there's probably eight to 10 airplanes in the air. So the pattern gets a little busy and our air boss kind of orchestrates all that. But, uh, Jones brothers, our fixed base or our uh, commercial operator here who does all of our tours and stuff will probably actually be participating, participating in the, in the in contest. Yeah. So rides and so on may not be going on during the contest cause they, they're pretty competitive and like to get involved as well. So but yes, they, they will be doing rides throughout the weekend as well. And kudos to uh, Tavares for hiring a professional air boss, which they do for all the events, to ensure the safety of the event and to properly brief the pilots and everything else. And uh, that's one of the things I really enjoy about the events here is the fact that you guys literally have a, a honest, real air boss helping coordinate the activities. We do, and we split it out. We have an myself, who's kind of the operations of the whole event as a whole, but then we have it a separate announcer and then the air boss. So we kind of try to, in the interest of safety, make sure not one person's kind of taking on too much just to keep things as coordinated and safe as possible. So the air boss will be communicating with pilots arriving and departing? They will. So uh, 122.975 is our Unicom here. We'll be using that um, during the event as well. So we encourage everybody to, if you have a radio, please use it. It's very useful and for safety um, at a high volume event like this. Yeah. And you guys have plenty of shoreline for straight float, uh, aircraft, uh, to park on. Yep. And that breakwater is awesome behind the dock. That, that is a very effective breakwater. It is. And funny enough, uh, just to the east of that, um, the big, we have a huge event venue that's actually out on the lake on stilts on piles. Um, and just to the east of that seaplane dock is, um, the pavilion on the lake. There's actually a very nice protected cove, inside there a lot of people forget about that when they're coming in and so that's another good place if you're coming in and you see uh the shoreline behind the docks getting a little full that's a good place you know just head a little bit east and then uh park over there that's a nice white sandy beach over there 
And again, this is the monster splash in. So uh, it's a great opportunity to smash pumpkins with your seaplane. It is. It absolutely <laughs> is. We do, a, uh, we do a pumpkin drop uh, as well as part of that. So we kind of do them all at once. Um, you know, typically everyone kind of, we load everyone up with the pumpkins and then do the takeoff and then land. Well, we'll do the takeoff then the pumpkin drop then the landings and, and we try to kind of get it all in there. We've got a really action packed day with the concert and everything going on. Um, not rushing anybody, but you know, we kind of load everybody up all at once, but, uh, yeah, I think you get three tries. Um, I'm going off of memory here. We give everybody three pumpkins. They're the pie size, smaller pumpkins. So they should be able to fit out most, uh, aircraft windows. And we set up a, um, a uh, target system out on the water of buoys. And I believe it's every 50 feet we have, uh, um, demarcation so that we actually have a judge that can, um, call out your distances and you can make corrections. So you got a few tries. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. And, uh, seaplane pilots association will be there with a uh, display. Yes, we will. We'll have our, uh, uh, tent right on the shoreline here and hopefully my super cub, uh, behind it. And uh, we'll have a crew of volunteers and staff uh, assisting people and talking about seaplanes and selling them paraphernalia and everything else. So, Will there be other vendors uh, as well? There's going to be, I believe, Whip Air is coming. And I would not be surprised. I haven't heard anything from Sea Ray, but uh, they're our neighbors. I'm yes. sure they're going to be well represented at the event. We get, I would say, there's probably 60% of all of our aircraft traffic here is probably a Sea Ray. <laughs> um, it's just... Nature of the Beast being uh, neighbors here. Um, And, um, yeah, we've got uh, all the food vendors and the concert going on. So there's there's just a ton of stuff going on, aviation. It's a whole weekend. You you can literally come here on Thursday or Friday morning and spend the whole weekend. Absolutely. um, And just never run out of something to do. Absolutely. If you're flying in, uh, you could totally get here on a Thursday and not eat at the same place twice. You could walk across the street, stay at the Key West Resort. Um, you have your pool right there next to the marina, and I think we've got, last count, we've got more than six or seven restaurants and bars now within a five-minute walk of the waterfront. Uh, in fact, the majority of them are on the waterfront now, so just endless options for you know entertainment and dining options and places to stay. It's, it's, it's really exploded down here since the uh, inception of the uh, Seaplane Basin Marina. Yeah, and this is a unique destination in that you can come here with your seaplane and never get in a car. Yep. You can walk to your hotel. Uh, you can walk to the restaurants. You can walk anywhere you need to go uh, within the community and never be more than a mile from the seaplane base. Absolutely. And to top that off, you've even got uh, 90 non-ethanol fuel and 100 low lead available on site as well, whether you're straight float or... Uh uh, and Amphib able to come up on the apron. We've actually got as well. we've actually got fuel docks that are uh, capable of uh, accommodating most, I would say, high wing aircraft out on the water as well. Yeah, that's great. So events, air bosses, a great variety of of airplanes, um, accommodations. Uh, there are some hotels here in town. Uh, I know they they typically fill up. Uh, but it might not be too late to call one of the or contact one of the. Uh, yes. Uh, so the closest one is the Key West Resort. They're right here. I would almost say that they are basically on property. They're within. I mean, we could see them looking out my office window yep. here. So it's, it's you know, a stone's throw away. Um, I would definitely give them a call sooner rather than later. They typically fill up pretty quick, whether it's pilots or just people coming into town for the event. Because it's like I said, we've just got a lot going on. It's an action packed day. So. 
definitely call sooner than later. And I would advise anybody that's interested in coming to our spring event to go ahead and start. Make those reservations now. <laughs> start doing it now because I last I heard from them, they're already starting to fill up um, for that. And that's the weekend before Sun and Fun. So that's that's actually not too far away at this point. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's important for people to know that the city of Tiberias does these events multiple times a year, Correct. usually twice a year, mm-hmm. and they're very well attended. Yep. They are really a, a benchmark for everyone else to follow. And again, uh, they're worthy of coming and making a hotel reservation. If you're going to do that, you need to do it in advance because... Absolutely. Uh, Specifically, even more so for that spring event, um, because that event, Monster Splash is typically a one-day event, and it, it, it is this year as well. We've got Rocktoberfest and Monster Splash coincided, and we're kind of doing a triple mashup event with the grand opening and everything. But the spring event is really transforming into an almost three-day-long event. It kind of starts on Friday around noon, and we've got live music, barbecue vendors. Uh, that that event is actually now called Plains Tunes and Barbecue. Yep. So that was traditionally Seaplane Palooza. So now it's Plains Tunes and Barbecue featuring Seaplane Palooza, and we have live music running from Thursday until uh, it's kind of up in the air if it's going to run till Sunday. But it's definitely going to be headlining act on Saturday. We have an air show, and sometimes there's fireworks and other stuff going on. So that one's a that's a big event as well, and. Well, I mean, we'll bring in, we've, in the past, we've had the Coast Guard here doing C-130 demos and uh, search and rescue demos, and we've had some some very cool um, acts in the past. The uh, Aeroshell team was here a couple of years ago. Yeah, they were actually supposed to perform last year, but we uh, we had quite the uh, storm system blow through, yeah. and we had to pull the plug on it just... It just got a little wild out here. I believe you were here for that. Yeah, uh, I was. was coming. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a mad dash to get everything secured, but you know what? Everything worked out. We, and we actually ended up taking a lightning strike on the facility um, from that. Wow. It knocked out our fuel system for about a month after that. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty wild uh, mm. uh, uh, event. So, um, but you know, these events—if you're looking for a party before the party at Sun and Fun—that's uh, the, the, <laughs> the one to be at. It's. Uh, we have a rooftop party typically on one of the hotel properties. And yeah, Jones Brothers typically hosts a, a really cool—I uh, think they call it the Low Country Boil. And mm-hmm. um, they reserve the, the rooftop of the hotel, which is actually going on uh, typically during our Twilight Air Show. So you actually have like premium, you know, above the crowds. You're sitting up there having your own dinner and drinks and, and there's a night air show going on and everything. It's, it's just something else. And you can literally look over the edge of the hotel and see your seaplanes and, and everything. that We'll fill up um, the, both lots down here will be full. The uh, overflow west side of the facility and the east side of the facility will be pretty much packed. Cool. Sounds great. Um, America's trendiest seaplane city, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where else can you go and be in your hotel looking down at your seaplane on the shoreline? Yeah, it's pretty cool. We've just, it's, you know, the last 10 years down here, it's, uh, I actually grew up in Tavares, um, and when I graduated high school in 2012, there was, not a ton going on. I believe the seaplane base had just kind of really kicked off in 2012. Um, but as a kid going through middle school and early high school, there was one restaurant in town and, a t- and an Ace Hardware across the street. That was it. There was a public park. Wooten Park was here, um, but not in the form it was. It is now. We've not actually, with the seaplane, with the spinning propellers. And- we've actually, correct, and we've actually expanded west. We actually, the city, through, a, I believe it was a bond referendum, the taxpayers or the citizens actually decided to go ahead and and purchase that land as an expansion, and, and it really just kind of propelled the whole downtown into the next 
what we are now. It's it's really cool and and it's it's still changing. Um, we've actually got new restaurants getting ready to open up here. Um, we just had our first coffee restaurant open up, so you can actually fly and get coffee now. It's craft. It's uh, not all. Of course, that's important company. to this crowd right here, yeah. Yeah. Mark and I. So, yeah, it's it's actually dangerous being that close to my office as well. <laughs> um, and then uh, we've got a, it's just every week something new is happening. It's really exciting. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the city does host other events, uh, not specifically seaplane sea events, through the year. What are some of those things that? maybe somebody could fly into. To yeah, absolutely. So we do a couple events. We do actually, believe it or not, right after Rocktoberfest and uh, Monster Splash, we've got a city-hosted event called Boo Fest, which is just a Halloween-centric event. And we do have people come and fly in just to come in for the afternoon, go grab dinner. We've got like a parade, I believe, going on, and they do trunk or treating and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, we have... Um, some city hosted events that we do like the hydro drag national championship, which is uh, a jet ski racing. They've actually broken world records out here almost every year they've been here and they do it three times a year. So I remember last year, I think they did it or the year prior, they did it three times and all three times they set a new record every wow. time they were here for the fastest like uh, jet ski. And then uh, we actually do a hosted uh, vintage race boat, which is the old wood boats. In fact, the woodies. There's one out here that comes with a Merlin in it. It parks right outside my office window, and it's very distracting because (laughs) he's got it up on its side doing test runs. And uh, you know what? I wouldn't trade it at all. It's 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 distracting in a good way. It's hard to not (laughs) just sit here and watch. What's going on out that, there for that? That event attracts boats from all over the country, correct? The Fall Vintage Race Boat? Yes, it does actually. Um, they're actually having a little bit of a tough time this year because it actually attracts a lot of people from Canada. Um, and so some of their... The border uh, is closed. Yeah. yeah, so some of their organizers are actually stuck on the other side right now trying to orchestrate everything remotely. <laughs> and they have a swap meet where you can buy vintage boat parts and brass propellers and they everything do. else. So uh, the Sunnyland Antique... Uh, um, uh, festival Sunnyland Antique Boat Festival. I, I'm I'm messing up that name, but uh, that is actually in March, uh, right around when we do the Seaplane uh, um, Palooza and Plains Tunes and Barbecue. That's an even that's a very large event. They're going to end up uh, typically using our entire marina, all our docks, all the shoreline, and all the park space. So that's that attracts people from all over the country as well. Yeah, that's just amazing. And there's a great history not only with seaplanes here at the base, but with those vintage boats, because the vintage boat clubs have been coming here, uh, I think, as long as seaplanes have been coming here. Yeah, yes, they have. Uh, maybe even just a, hit, a hair longer. Um, but, you know, prior to the seaplane base and marina being down here, there really wasn't a lot of useful shoreline. There wasn't, um, I mean, there were some public docks, but there, there was nothing like what we have available to us today. It's, it's, we're very fortunate that um, the way things have gone down here and how well it's, it's worked out. Great. So where should someone reach out if they're interested in coming as a non-pilot or as a pilot? If they're coming to the event, want to come to the event, want to get more information, how do they get a hold of your team? So uh, they, yeah, absolutely. So they're welcome to reach out to uh, us here in the shop, which is uh, 352-742-6267. They'll give you the uh, prop shop, which is like our FBO phone. Um, and we're here seven days a week. Somebody is here. If we don't answer the phone, we're out running aircraft or fueling boats or something like that. So leave us a message and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Um, but uh, other than that, you can check out our fa- the city Facebook page, City of Tavares, America Seaplane City, and then events. And under events, you'll see all the upcoming major events we've got going on down here as well. 
Right. So if you're looking for a seaplane destination for your fall and you're looking for something to do around the Halloween uh, holiday, uh, you should put the Monster Splash Inn and Rocktoberfest at Tavares on your calendar and join us in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I heard there might be some fireworks going on, too. So, <laughs> Just know. saying. Fireworks are always good. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what's better than seaplane noise and fireworks and yep. live music? So uh, Yeah, you really got it all. It's, it's very exciting. So, Kendall, thank you for, uh, number one, uh, managing such a great uh, event and seaplane base here and having such a, again, we want to thank always the community here at Tavares and the city council that's made all of this possible and been so accommodating to seaplanes. We look forward to being here in the next couple of weeks. We always look forward to being here. We appreciate your time today. We encourage your listeners, if you want to join, if you want to learn more about seaplanes, you want to come to a great event, join us at Rocktoberfest on October 16th here in Tavares, Florida. And uh, until next time, be safe and blue skies, my friends. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive Water Flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org, join our community, and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.